bitch. Your ass is grass, and I'm the lawn laser. September 7th, 2022, and this is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 113, and back out on patrol, I'm Abel Kirby. And with everything to do but nothing to say, I'm Cold Acid. There's so much to do. Yeah, you know what? I forgot to prepare a self-intro line today, so that was completely winged. <laughs> you know, it's better than having, um, like, a, a null pointer in there. You don't know what's going to happen to your brain if you put a null pointer in there. Okay, you know what it says when I do the export and there is no self-intro line in the document when I do the export to the browser for my notes? It so, says nil. Nil. <laughs> you nil. Know, that's a a single cryptic opening that you could use one day. I think it wouldn't be too bad if you did that. I could. Uh-oh, the cops are coming for you? Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone's coming for me today, man. Oh, jeez. I'm on the run. I'm a, I'm a one-man band on the run. The Jailer Man yeah. and Sailor Sam. Kirby on the run. <laughs> well, I back out on patrol. That's what I'm doing. And I've got um, a Bubbles is the name of mine. Which I hear you're opening one right at the same time. Yeah, I've I, I brought in an old friend. The, uh, the 501 Queen Street. Nice. The Queen Street 501. Small batch, slow fermented, fresh Ontario apples, semi-sweet craft cider. <laughs> Nice. I still want to get a case of that. Uh, it's going to be hard to do. They stop you from importing it in a couple of different ways. So, yeah, which is which sucks. Some way, someday I'll. But find hey, you can always you can always come up here, right? We'll go do karaoke, and you can get yourself a bunch of cider. Well, you know, why don't you go vote someone in your government out of power and change the laws? Then I'll come up there. They won't let me through the border right now. <laughs> yeah, I so, know it. It sucks ass. This is. But to be fair. To be fair, they won't let me across the border into your country either until uh, Trudeau actually starts stringing us up. Yeah, so I want to I want to get pick your brain on this. I know that September thirtieth there is a um, reassessment of Canadian law or something to that effect, where September thirtieth is somehow a magical date where they're going to reassess whether we're going to let people across the border or not. I think it's a, I think it's a I think it's an assessment of whether or not we're still going to be forced to use this stupid can arrive app. Ah, uh, the cannibal app. Yeah, the cannibal app. I like that name for it. Yeah, that thing's a piece of shit by the way. I've seen some stories it about it. They yeah. have they have a um uh, just these horror stories of people who get it and then they they can't figure out how to use it. And the, the airlines are complaining that the only reason that there hasn't been a complete stoppage in travel is because their employees are helping people with the government's app. And they're and so this is a case it's of more than that. It's it's more than that. The actual the actual border guards like the the Canadian the Canadian Border Services people are just like asking, did you fill out the app? Nope. Okay, go on through <laughs> anyways. Just be safe. Yep. Because it's because it's become such a clusterfuck that the only way they can deal with things is that if somebody had a problem they or just pretend to have a problem and not bother using it at all, they just uh, they just let them through. Because they actually, they actually have that power. They can say, "Oh, you didn't, fi you didn't use the app. Well, we can still let you through." 
But what we don't want is the the phrase that I've been trying to use for a while is the airlines funding the Canadian government, uh, which has been floating around. It's like you don't want if you're a private company, you don't want to be going way out of your way to do something that's uh, costing you money when you should be getting a contract to do it on behalf of like if we were just being fair about it, what they'd say is, hey, we're going to give you a grant to help your have people at the gate to help people with this, you know, but the uh, I don't know. It's all screwed up. Who knows? It's. It's a it's an epic fuck up. There's I mean I mean like government government apps and services are generally pretty poorly done to begin with. <laughs> Famously. Right? But this is this is like so ridiculous that I'm I'm surprised the government hasn't actually just gone and said, "Okay, yeah, this is this is not working for anybody." Let's just stop using it right away. Instead, it's the individual border services officers using their using the discretion they're allowed to have to just let people through whether or not they've used the app or anything. Yep. And it's not just it's not just even the airlines. It's a, it's like people driving over the border too. It's happening it's happening at every border entry into the country. Mm. On some level, I hear that it's happening on the U.S. side of the border, too, where there's people who can come across and they're supposed to have like a vaccine passport or something. And they, in, in cases that have been reported, pe- they just wave people through um, because I don't know. It's it, I don't want to get into COVID stuff. We've had a long, yeah, <laughs> long policy it, of not talking about it. But yeah. I'm, and and about politics in general. Right. Yeah. Other than the occasional like low blow that we're able to slip in. <laughs> So yeah, I, I it's like honestly what I want to see is if if there is like after all of this there's like an IT uh, postmortem about the whole project and its operation because I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of juicy details of like how not to run and maintain a project in there. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's government incompetence, and then there's project management incompetence, and this has both by the shovel load. <laughs> well, do we want to segue into the uh, the boostograms from last show? Because we do have, and I I want to transition away from politics and go back to rare encounter for a second, and we have some unfinished business from last episode. We do. We forgot last episode to read out the end of show donations, or boostograms, I should say. Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, we we had like three of them that we totally missed, and. Our apologies to NA Millennial Carolyn Blaney and Booberry for that terrible, terrible oversight. We pray that you forgive us. But anyway, it's for the yeah, we were too high on Clussy, as Servant says. <laughs> and oh yeah, I mean you you get huffing that Clussy, man, like who knows what happens next. It's LS it's like LSD in a vag. Jeez, Louise. Well, because we have extra boosts, uh, what we're going to have now. It's the boost cake. It's going to be the boost cake for the show. Oh. Boost me, bitch. <laughs> boost. So, first of all, first of all, during the show, we had a boost from NA Millennial, and he said, thick honkies and clown titties. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. There you go. That's what That you was get. followed up. That was followed up by Carolyn Blaney, 
who during discussion about a certain a certain educational facility said Ontario the clown school of the world Sudbury nailed it yay <laughs> and finally coming in right at the end of the episode as he te as he sometimes does was Boobery with Oh, I forgot to say how many sats from each of them. NA Millennial, 4321 sats. Carolyn Blaney, 8888 sats. And Booberry, right at the end of the episode, with 3333 sats. And he said, my crap game is so good. Booberry, I love you, man, but I don't want to know anything about your crack. <laughs> Keep that crack to yourself, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, plumber, no plumber butts here. Now, Booberry, I believe, is currently dying from a he got bit by like a pokemon or something oh shit yeah that, that can be pretty bad he has some kind of crazy wound it is absolutely uh disgusting i think i don't know have you seen this picture no i haven't oh well i think uh you're better off that way don't look at it all right oh, okay that, that's scary so now yeah we've got our donations for tonight's episode and we'll start off we'll start off with the First one, which actually came in cash uh, through PayPal, nice. from I don't I don't know if he's got a nickname he goes by in the community, but uh, because he didn't send an email in, uh, but his name he's Luke T, and he sent in thirteen dollars thirty three cents USD, <laughs> and like I said, no message. Hmm. We got a few pre show boosts as well. First, we got. From Boobery, 4444 sats, and he says, yeah, baby, this is a new lit son of a bitch. Nice. That was Carolyn Blaney also came in during the pre-show with 12,122 sats, and she says, I got a missed a call from Idaho. I hope it wasn't about the potatoes. There's only one way to find out, by listening to Rare Encounter. <sighs> You can find out what Idaho'd on Rare Encounter tonight. Just stay tuned. hi -oh. Finally, we got another one from Boobery, and this time he sent in 17,776 sats with the message, Yeah, boy, hella lit. Reach out to Mitch for credentials to Podverse to turn the live tag on, and he'll hook you up. You can use the Podverse pod ping, and it'll ping everything out like Sovereign Feeds or Gal. Podverse is what I use to engage the lit streams. Engaging the lit streams. So I'm boobery. Eventually, yeah. Sorry. Eventually, I'm going to have in Podcast Generator the ability to hit a pod ping server. But that's going to be some time out. For the meantime, all we're going to be doing is using Gal in the chat room and the built-in functionality that updates podcast index, which hopefully does also the pod ping thing for us, but I don't think it does. And uh, is that the conclusion for the pre-show boost? That is indeed. I see one more, but that came in during the show, so that doesn't count. Yeah, so that doesn't count. That we read at the end of the show. So as Cold Acid was alluding, there's a new bit of technology on the Rare Encounter uh, website that's just on the admin page, so you can't see it. But I want to brag about it because it is and give cold. No, because we do have the live, we do have the live public page as well. Well, 
Oh, we do have the live public page, but the, the page that I got to use for the first time today was the live item editor that's built into Podcast Generator. So I popped it open, and I created for the pre-show a live item tag, and it has a little clock you can just click, like a calendar and a clock, you know, widget so you can just pick the time and date easily it defaults to the current time so it like you're never starting at january 1st 1970 or anything funky like that um it's without any instructions i could go in and create my own live tag set it to live and hit go and it showed up well it showed up immediately in CurioCaster, and apparently it propagated out to some of these other um things i think maybe someone used the pod ping to get us uh on um podverse but Gal uh, has perhaps become sentient and is like, is like watching our feed constantly. So this uh, is a fantastic development, Cold Acid, and I want to thank you for it. You're welcome. And I can't wait for the other podcasts that are using Podcast Generator to start making use of it. And I know that we recently had a show uh, convert over from their old website to using Podcast Generator exclusively. Ooh. Yeah, do you know which one this was? I, I have a suspicion, but I don't want to out him if I'm wrong, so I won't, I'll say you have to tell me. Ah, uh, it's a, it's a certain, it's a certain gentleman about cellular devices and his, uh, what? and his lady friend who is named after a certain <laughs> immortal bird. Yes, uh, I know what this is. This is uh, Phoenix and Phone Boy. Yes. It took me a minute. <laughs> Gentlemen about cellular, cellular devices. I thought it, you were talking about a biology podcast for a second, just so you know. <laughs> no. Phoenix and I had Phone you Boy. going, didn't I? Yeah, oh, yeah. you did. So what but did yeah, they... the Lotus Effect, uh, the Lotus Effect moved over to using podcast generator exclusively and I offered I offered to try and whip up a migration script for Phone Boy, but because they've only got about 40 episodes or so, he had no problem manually going through and adding each episode in oh, nice. into his instance. Nice. So they have, I'm, I'm at their site, lotuseffect.show, and they have, I'm doing the back and forth between this and Rare Encounter. They have the default icon. I think we need to change our icon too. Let's see. We have a donate button. Yeah. Just flipping back and forth. Yeah, it's about the same layout. Now, I've looked at doing a custom theme for Podcast Generator, and I got just to the point where I was trying to figure out what kind of color palette I wanted and what the layout should look like. Um, but I didn't actually try and implement anything. Have you had any experience or do you know anyone who's done that successfully? No, I can't say that I do. Mm, this is going to be good. We're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. Now, yeah, for the for the fav icon, definitely I should look at uh, at making that something that can be set through the admin pages. But that is lower on the priorities yeah. compared to the podcast and 2.0 stuff. The making making it possible to multi-host with a single instance of podcast generator and a few other things. Well, we have, of course, being an open source project. <laughs> if somebody if somebody decides to come along and contribute some changes that add that functionality and it fits in with the existing design of podcast generator i would not be averse to merging it in hmm. 
Hint, hint, if there's any developers out there, PHP developers, who listen to our show. Well, speaking of independently developing things, I had a, uh, I had a little story I wanted to bring to the show, and I kept going back and forth whether I would actually include it or not. The problem is, like many things, the story only exists as a 20-minute long YouTube video. It doesn't have a page you can really link to. It's a YouTube, you know video well you can link to youtube videos but But it's not you can't it's not yeah you can't like deep link into them right like actually you can even do that you can link to a particular second within a video yeah i could do that so they had a uh a guy who was mowing his lawn with a laser is what i was talking about and so he actually set up a um laser that would spin around and just basically burn the grass and kill it over the course of some time. And the uh, the link for it, I'm going to drop in... Well, I don't want to drop it in now. I'm just going to... There'll be a picture in the show note. Um, but the just the concept of this I thought was fascinating, where you have a high-power laser on a little servo, and it's, it's just sweeping back and forth. Uh, but what I didn't expect about it's like, with it... It's like... It's like, you know, you can one week you have the you have the thing that like turns and spits the water out all over the lawn, right? Yeah. And then the next week you replace it with this. Right? <laughs> oh, so the you've sprinkler. Got, it's the anti sprinkler. Yeah, the, the, the sprinkler thing. It goes That one. That was a stomp, by the way. <laughs> of course. The uh, the anti-sprinkler that is, is what this is. It's a laser sprinkler, and it doesn't quite pop up out of the ground. It, it, has it doesn't to, sprinkle water. It sprinkles light death. It sprinkles death on the grass. And uh, I just thought it was amusing. I, I like that these stupid YouTube videos where they just build something silly and they make a video about it. I like that those are popular. They get millions of views. In this case, almost 2 million views. So... There's people who are good presenters who can do these silly kinds of designs, high concept, uh, almost like the intersection of technology and art, which is what I would put this at, though it's not high art. It's uh, it's kind of pop art or something like it's that. It's mad science art. It's mad science art. You can make a living doing this. And I've thought about that a lot, by the way. What and if- as a... As a uh- as a telescope and radio guy, I mean, you've got the knowledge. <laughs> I I could do something. I don't I don't know if I could give up everything for uh, for a YouTube channel, but for, it, for the for the life of for the life of uh, publicly viewed mad science. Yeah, but one of the things that I'm hopeful for is in the future, uh, even maybe after I have a couple more years of. Ex- I'll be the old grizzled guy on YouTube, you know, but it won't be YouTube. What I want is I want the um, value for value method of hosting videos and getting paid in Bitcoin, you know, good money and uh, and uh, being able to, you know, own my own stuff and not be subservient to whatever Larry Page and Sergey Brim. Do they even still work there? <laughs> um, uh, think so I should what be you're doing. looking at is like. Pure tube, then. Yeah, no agenda tube kind of stuff. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to see this value for value thing take off. Right now, this decade is we're really looking at music and podcasts, and I think in uh, some number of years that uh, video is going to take off. Maybe even before somewhere. the decade is out, we can get onto 
value for value video. So what I think we should have a show like the future of Rare Encounter might be, um, is it Daryl Hall's garage or is his barn? Doesn't he have a, a YouTube channel where it's like he just has a barn and they play music with random people? Like that could be us. We can have a barn, okay? Where we do rare we'll, encounter. We'll be, we'll be the we'll be the hull and oats of podcasts, is what you're telling me. And oats of podcasting is going to be awesome, and we could put on a live show in the barn, and people can travel from all over to uh, to see it, and we'll. Yeah, and, and to and to jam with us, and to jam with us, and uh, somehow we're rock stars now. <laughs> I have no problem with this. By the way, how's your uh, how's your uh, guitar playing going? Uh, I'll let you know when I start. <laughs> Did you buy that guitar like a year ago? No, I didn't buy it. I got it from my uncle. Oh, and and at the beginning of July. I finally got some. Uh, I finally got some new strings for it. Okay, and a and an instruction book so I can relearn how to play guitar. Okay, and since then it has been continuing to sit next to the printer. <laughs> well, uh, when the borders are Dude, finally, you have open. no idea of how many different projects and stuff I've got like half baked. All around the, not just, not just he, down here, the entire property. I need to get rid of these like fence high weeds that have filled my backyard so that I can put up a shed in my backyard that I can put all the outdoor stuff into so that I can clean out my garage and park in there in the winter time so I can have a I can have an engine blanket in the rogue so I don't have to waste 10 minutes warming the fucking thing up when it's time to go to work. Yes. Now you have the <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I just wanted to at put the same time hold on. at the Be same time. I have hold to on, let, no, out, let me finish. Let me finish. At the same time. I've cut out a strip of carpet down here in the basement where I plan to put up a wall to divide the rec room area from the office area. In the rec room area, there are loads of boxes that have been sitting there since I moved into the place, what, three years ago now? Yeah. <laughs> that still need to be unpacked and put away so that way I have the ability to actually put knickknacks and other stuff in the rec room. I've got loads of miniatures that require assembly and painting. I've got uh, I've got a bunch of foam core and I'm going to get into that later. <laughs> foam that core. I that I have so that I can <laughs> so I can put in better better storage for some of my games because the because the storage parts that it came in are just horrible and will rub off any painting I do for the miniatures in there. And it's like oh my god, man. I I need at least three more of myself if I'm going to get any of this shit done before the end of the decade. It all starts with a lawn laser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I could fucking use a lawn laser right about now. Thank you very much. Your ass is grass and I'm the lawn laser. Fuck, <laughs> 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 don't do that while I'm trying to drink. 
<coughs> I gotta be careful. I get it. <coughs> been a been a sore throat. You're gonna, you're gonna bring up worse. a lung while while I'm bringing up my while I'm bringing up my cider. I was kind of sick this morning. <laughs> it's, the, it's worse. It's no. Oh boy. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Well, why don't you take us into another topic then? Oh, I was hoping that you were going to play some of this grass cutting laser video. Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to play the audio from it. There's not. There's nothing in it. The, All right. The laser uh, is silent. I'm. I, I'm still mad about that. I think lasers man, should make yeah, noise. Yeah, that, that's. They should make noise. It, it's like they should go pew pew. Right. Yeah. You know, like when somebody boosts us. It should make a sound like that every time the laser fires. So can we part the kimono for a second and talk about the fact that pew pew in manga is an onomatopoeia for ejaculation? I mean, <laughs> you, you know what I mean, right? I've been sitting on this for like What are we going to do on the now. podcast today? Pomp. Pomp. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's, it's been stuck in my craw and I didn't want to say anything because, I don't know, but that's all I think about every time I hear a pew. Well, you know what? We you know what? People have figured out how to change the sound in Helipad. You know what we could have instead? <laughs> yeah, we could we could have uh, something gross like that. We've had a couple that we wanted to have. I have I had some pews from Bemrose that we were going to have. Yeah. Some time ago. We never got those uh, loaded up. I don't know. Did I ever send them to you? I don't think so. We could we could have had we could add this for whenever somebody boosts. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be bad. Here's the Bemrose one. So th this is what I wanted to have was... Pew, pew. That was Bemrose. Pew. Pew. There was also some Darren O'Neill ones. Pew, pew. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Honestly, this would be a good cares. one, too. A pew fest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Nani? Bringing the facts. I'm just bringing the facts here. <laughs> I shouldn't play clips of you on this show. It'll confuse people. <laughs> Or, or you know what? You've got, you've got that clip of me going, yay! Yeah, that would be great for boosts. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we should do is have that behind the scheme style breakdown where you could boost, you could boost a yay. Oh, the gematria! You could have a yay. Yay! You could have a X. You know, and those would you could kind of tell you tell me what you think about the show. You could, you could have a. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. What the fuck? I've got D.O.L. That, that's a good one. If only, if only there wasn't the the uh, the background in there from what was it? Re six, wasn't it? Resident Evil six was the was what was being played through the one the one with the oh. the one with the like the the rednecks in the shed that was all like deliverance like. That's right. You're a VTuber watching horror. I'm not a VTuber watching horror. <laughs> it's, well, where'd you get the clip from then? I, uh, excuse me, I'm not a VTube watching horror. I'm just Kizna Isexual. <laughs> well, she's a VTuber, right? Yes. Yeah, she does so, all this stuff. I don't um, care about the others. I just care about Kizna I. How about the fact that that really took off in the past couple of years? We never really talked about VTube shit. So I'm I'm in a uh, I'm in a Discord group for oh for fans a GG fans. a GG community uh, for the Toronto area and I mean it's just been sitting there for the last while every so often 
I'll see something that pops up in in the Discord notifications that show up, and it's like, oh, oh so that's still that's still that group's still actually communicating. And then I look at, again, and I see the channel name is VTubers. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So this is what's holding. This is what's still holding them together. Some eight years later, you know, a lot of people enjoy watching these videos, which are mostly they're mostly what sounds like Japanese girls who speak English as a second language, or they don't even speak it at all. Playing things like um, what's that game they always do? Player Unknown Battleground or something, or Fortnite. Yeah, PUBG. <laughs> PUBG. Fortnite. PUBG, and then they're like swearing in English as they stab people in the back, or <laughs> you know. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Exactly, and that's what they sound like when they're like shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very interesting uh, subculture. Yes, interesting is a is a good way of putting it. <laughs> well, so do you want to go? Do you want me to talk about foam core again, or do we want to go back in time? Is foam core what? Uh, I'm trying to. Is it pink? Is my first question. No, I, I have a second question, which is: Is foam core what Marco Rubio listens to? No. Okay. Okay. You. What it is is essentially. There's, like, a sheet of foam that has, like, cardboard on either side, thin cardboard on either side. So it's, like, usually polystyrene foam, right, sandwiched in craft paper or really thin cardboard. And it's useful for, for doing things like uh, simple 3D modeling, uh, for uh, using as mounting like a backing mount for for photos and stuff, right? And uh, it's really useful for uh, improving the storage of game components inside the box. And that is actually that is actually what's getting me into this because I love HeroQuest and I hate how Hasbro Avalon Hill packaged up the new version of hero quest with these shitty like thin plastic sheets that are indented that the that the miniatures are supposed to snap into and no way of actually like storing the little loose bits like the the extra tiles that you put on the board things like that or the cards the cards if you sleeve them do not fit in the the inner containers. So what I found is somebody had actually created their own foam core inserts for the HeroQuest box, and I'm going to do the same thing. So that way I can actually pack all this stuff from the the Mythic tier, which is what I ordered when it was being not kickstarted on Hasbro's own service for that. And uh you know, like, make my life a little easier that way. So I'm not having to carry around a huge shipping box with me whenever I want to bring HeroQuest over to my brothers or somewhere else to play. Mm. Every j Just as an aside, every time I hear you talk about tabletop games, it gets me into it a little bit more. The Dude, when, so many when we meet up, when we meet up at, uh, at Gen Con next year, you are going Gen to Con. get so hype. 
That's right. We're going to Gen Con. Um, yeah. Border travel permitted? Or you're just going to... Ha- I won't. I don't want to ask you to tilt your hand here, but uh, you're there's definitely- only one thing that's preventing me from being able to cross into the states, and that is I am not accepting the jab into my life. Good for you. Don't. That's by. And I figure. I figure that probably by next spring, those requirements aren't going to be around anymore. Servo suggests I just canoe across the lake, but the problem with that is. <laughs> I've never seen a canoe big enough to fit an SUV <laughs> and three grown men with all their luggage. I thought, I thought there was a fat joke coming, but <laughs> okay, I give it to you. I really thought you were going someplace else. Okay. No, no, I wasn't. Thank okay. God, I thank could God. have. Oh Lord, we have a um, we have a jet ski that was trying to run the border in, I guess the the aquatic border in Seattle, I think. I'm trying to remember where it was now. I just remember seeing it was like a jet ski that someone tried to take across. They got picked up, you know. There's people watching. Yeah. The pontoon utility vehicle. You know what? I've always... (laughs) That's nice. Thanks, Bull Moose. That is a great idea. You know what? Actually, thinking about it, I mean... I mean, you could probably actually rig something up where you have, like, pontoons and that you drive onto, right? And then at the, ver- at the very front, right, you just lock, you lock your vehicle into place, right? And, and, like, you have, like, something where the wheel, where the wheels go, right, that you, that you bring up and lock into place. And then that way... What you can do is like actually drive and what your wheels are on, right? It'll it'll spin those to spin a paddle at the back <laughs> or or like paddle wheels on the side. And when you turn, it'll adjust the ratio at which is spinning the paddle wheels. So it'll it'll turn with you turning the wheel of the car. Mm, interesting. This sounds uh, interesting. Um, what do you think? about doing rare encounter from a flotilla in the bahamas uh our flotilla or someone else's flotilla ours no we we can get some stuff we're gonna stitch together rafts with a bunch of rope and then we'll do the we could drive the rogue on it and we'll do the podcast uh as we float between uh yachts and <laughs> we'll turn up the loudspeakers right we'll we'll roll up right at, right up next to um you know, maybe by that time, uh, Jeff Bezos will have his big boat, right? We'll just float up yeah, by so it we, we, with the we, volume up all the way, and we'll let him have it. How about that? You know what? Rather, rather than rather than letting him have it with our show, I'd rather let him have it with like a feedback loop through like a hundred of uh, those. What do you call them? The things that you like talk bullhorns bullhorns connected end to end <laughs> like in that episode of the simpsons <laughs> i i thought you were gonna say torpedoes for a minute there but megaphone who needs who needs torpedoes when you can like do a sonic attack that would sink a boat <laughs> hey you know i almost went into sonar I got very close to it uh, maybe a year ago. You were almost a dolphin, ago. huh? I was almost a dolphin. I almost learned their language. Um, but uh, I could not find a sonar company that looked legitimate. They all looked like they were full of shit. 
<laughs> and uh, so I didn't. Well, even try. you know why, right? You've got you've got the ones you've got the ones that are associated with a with a national navy, mm-hmm. and you've got bullshit artists. Yeah. So it was either it was either you were going to you were going to become Fed adjacent, or you're going to be working with posers. I was going if you to went be, that way. I was going to be working with like adultfishfinder.com or something like that, and looking for those big bass, those big booty bass. Oh, big booty bass! Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, what do we got on the rundown? We've got um, some poop songs. I don't know if I really want to do that. I want to go through Burning Man pictures. Ah, uh, fuck Burning Man! You know, Burning Man. It used to be something, but it's been corporate like since its third year. So the first picture... I have no idea why people still go to that other than being posers to show off to other posers. So the first picture in this article from the DailyMail.com, which I'll link in the chat room so everyone can go and look at that. <laughs> the um, boobery thinks he found a title in there. Uh, he's distracting me. The first photo they have is like a furry with Kanye West sunglasses and a, and a girly backpack um, posing with a guy in a mask and a skirt. And that's all he's really wearing. I'm not sure if that's a skirt. It might actually be a just like a really plain, like a, a combat kilt. A combat kilt. Well, if you look, like he's wearing he's wearing like the green like combat uh, blouse as well, right? Like combat that looks blouse. <laughs> I well, love it. I don't have a better word. I don't have a better word for it. It's not like a regular like. <laughs> Button down long sleeve shirt, right? But it's, but it looks like it looks like it looks like it could. It's got like the fit and cut of the, of like the. It's not a jacket, but the button down part of like the old Canadian uh, combat uniforms. On the right side of the picture, there's this cardboard cutout, and it looks kind of like those movie props. The uh, You know, when you walk into a movie theater and they have all the cardboard cutouts in the lobby? Yeah. This is, this is the one from Aristocrats, as seen from behind. <laughs> That's what it looks like for, to me. Uh, the next picture, we got a woman with a feather stuck in her hair and is posing on a bicycle. It's a girl's bike. You can, you know how yes. you, you can tell because the crossbar is really low. <laughs> All right, guyly douche. <laughs> God, yeah, that's it. Um, you were totally, you, you were totally nailing that too, <laughs> man. I, I, I got a. I have that. I have the entire. I have the entire series. I love that show, man. I used to watch that with my dad. When it was on Spike TV, I think at one time. Yeah, yeah. Was like, Don't get Don't eliminated. Get eliminated. Uh, oh, hello. How you doing, little girl? Ooh. Oh, you like that? You got to go on the slide and go down the poop chute. Ooh. <laughs> he does all this stupid shit. Um, right. That's you are. right, Kenny. Right, you are, Ken. Yeah, that's right. Right you are, Ken. <laughs> what are these people running from? They're not. They're running to the most extreme elimination challenge. <laughs> I love it. It is such a great show. Yes. Um, we got some bikes lined up in a in a uh, sandstorm. Bikes with whiteout condition. Yeah, that that's. You know, the only re- the only way you can tell that apart from uh, Canada in the winter. 
is the fact that people are sitting around in short sleeves and short pants. Yep. They, uh... up, up here, up here, we may still use the short sleeves in winter, but we at least wear full-length pants when it's snowing. Uh, there's a glowing guy. The Burning a Man. A glowing skeleton guy. The Burning Man looks kind of like an extra life in Halo. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the temple that he's on top of is interesting. Uh, the thing I do like about Burning Man is the fact that they do burn it down at the end. That yes. Still appealing to me. Oh, and here's a picture that looks like uh, that looks like a a vehicle that could have been right out of one of the Mad Max films. Absolutely, we got the horses on a boat, a wheeled boat. Yep. Um, reminds with me with a with a leather daddy on one of them. With a leather daddy and uh, pink speedo boy is. Or, I don't know. It's hard walking to tell. alongside. It is Burning Man. It's hard to tell. Walking yeah. alongside, uh, looking to walk up the plank. I think. Very interesting. Aren't, you're supposed to walk off the plank, not up it. Well, if there was a disco but ball, but I mean, I mean, if you're if you're playing for the other team, maybe maybe you do it the other way. There is a disco ball suspended on this horse boat. There is. Uh, last thing I want to point out is what is this light that is embedded in the ground in front of the boat? Does yeah, it that looks like a light fixture, doesn't it? It looks like a light fixture that would be embedded in someone's mm, lawn, like but by, by their walkway. Like, walk up me on my walkway, take me to the building. Or one, no, one of those lights you'd see embedded in, like, the lawn of an office building to shine up, like, something that they have, they have like, on the ground floor, the, the big foyer area, right? Oh, yeah, it's lighting up the, the title on the side of the municipal water plant or whatever yeah it's one of those i I, that comes to mind because the local water plant what the local sewage treatment plant i should be specific does have a one of those lights that actually lights up the logo at night so if you drive by you know exactly where the sewer is treated if you're on the highway you should see you should see this pumping station that we have in toronto Mm. that was built i think in the 30s and it's like Art Deco inside and out. When you say pumping station, is that like a filling station? No, it's like it sucks the water out of the lake, processes and sanitizes it, and fills up the mains. It looks like something Batman would stand on top of and have his cape wave in the wind. Yeah, just like in the early 90s cartoon. <laughs> do 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 do. Batman, the animated series. That was a that fun one. That shit was so cash. Yeah, I like that. But though my favorite one, not everyone agrees with me on this, but my favorite Batman cartoon was actually Batman Beyond. It was fucking... I've only actually watched like the early 90s one. <laughs> oh, you got to check it out. Uh, Batman Beyond is old enough now that it's that people don't know what it is. So you, it's cool to watch it again. They okay. have it. I might give it a look then. It's but, a yeah. Uh, Future take, it has a bunch of slang, like everyone goes, when something's really cool, you know what they say? What do they say? Shway. 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 But yeah, back back in the day, like, there were only three superhero cartoons that I watched. And then later on, when I got older and we had, like, Teletoon Retro, then there were a couple others that I watched that were from... Way before my time. But back when I was a kid, like, 
There was Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. There was X-Men. Oh, yeah. And there was The Tick. The Tick. Now, I've never, I've seen the other ones, but I haven't seen the, it's the animated version of The Tick. I have seen the live action version of The Tick. I haven't seen the live action version of oh. The Tick. I do know that it starred Patrick Warburton. It, he is great in the role, by the way. He was great in the role of, uh, what's his name? The wheelchair cop in Family Guy as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the first, what I always remember him from was, I think the first role I ever saw him in was actually The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, I never saw that. Uh, That was a fun one. That's uh, a little bit, I don't want to say pedantic, maybe that's the wrong word, but it, maybe, maybe it is the right word. It's a little stilted. Um, when you're a kid, you can forgive it for that. But then when you watch the, the movie as an adult, it's all, you know, okay, I can kind of see what's going on. It wears on you a little bit more, but it's, 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 it's got a bit of humor in there so that the, so that the parents don't fall asleep during the, uh, during the showing. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Well, it's, uh. The the humor yeah, inside it. Those, those those shows that I saw later on in life. You want to you want to guess what those ones were? Let's see. You your favorite shows later on. Your favorite superhero cartoons later on in life. No, no, the the superhero shows that I watched later on in life that were before my time. Oh, I was gonna. Okay, so it wasn't the Catwoman uh, movie where she was a hooker or the. <laughs> Uh, no, no, these were these were animated superhero shows. Well, that was an animated superhero show. Um, the original Superman, uh, cartoons nope. from like the forties. Okay, nope. Spider Man, Spider Man. <laughs> there you go. And of course. Doc Bruce Banner, belted by gamma rays, turns into the Hulk. Do you remember the sad walking they away were song? So, they, were, they, they were so hilariously campy, and, like, the, the animation was so bad it was good. You remember? Uh, that's because, like, have you ever heard of Rocket Robin Hood? <laughs> no. Same studio, apparently. Hmm. Uh, they... they so what they did was to save on animation uh, costs, they would take the backgrounds, like the, the matte painting backgrounds from Rocket Robin Hood and use those in scenes for the uh, Spider-Man cartoon. So you'd see Spider-Man when he is supposed to be like swinging between the towers of New York, right? And it's like, He's, like, going through, like, a space backdrop. Yeah. Interesting. The, yeah, um... It... I'm, I'm spacing on the cartoon. I was trying to make a joke, and I'm completely lost on it, so... <laughs> Save me. Um, smart dildos. Smart dildos. About those? <laughs> Are we doing... I was trying to skip that story. I put that in when I was... No, you, you said you wanted to skip the, the poop one, but you put something about smart dildos in here, and something like that is... Totally us. I mean, I mean, this is such a fucking rare encounter topic. I have, as you once said, I have a question for everyone who is listening to Rare Encounter. I just want you to take a moment to assess yourself and and ask yourself the question. 
Are you a secret digisexual? If I'm he, not a secret digisexual at all. I'm <laughs> I'm waiting. If the answer is yes, <laughs> if the answer no, is No, the answer is I'm I'm overtly digisexual. I am turned on by computer art. The um if the answer is yes or maybe then uh I don't know what I, where I was going with this. This is a stupid article about um smart dildo robots and i was trying to avoid actually doing it on the show but you have uh forced me to so i'm linking it it's on the prestigious yahoonews.com reporting um it is just a shit article as far as i can tell i'm not a fan of this uh apparently the coin the term was coined in 2017 digisexual the the kind of quotes that you can pull from this this article are absolutely insane. Like I'm just reading a quote from here. It says, when you love an organic, you're really loving two people. Some dude tells vice in 2014, right? <laughs> There's the idea of the person. That you and he's going on to all this thing, but first he's calling people organics, which is a step like beyond all of the other. It's actually even weird compared to all the other language. Uh, slaughtering I've heard, I've heard on, that but. used. I've heard that used in the transhumanist community. Ugh, it's terrible. Organic organics are the people who like to them are the ones who will like never get modded, never get the chips put in their brains and all that. They'll never take the mark of the beast. Unlike Dave Cat, but, a self-identifying yeah, in robo this case. Yeah. Unlike Dave Cat, a self-identifying robosexual, which parenthetically is a person who is attracted to humanoid robots. <laughs> um, unsurprisingly, man, being attracted to humanoid robots—that—that's anybody can be that. No, it's the—it's like the totally industrial robots that turn me on. So he says he—he uh, he met Sidor. His synthetic wife, who's composed of a PVC skeleton and silicone exterior, at, wait for it, a goth club in 2000. Uh, absolute prime place to pick <laughs> up a synthetic wife. <laughs> Actually, thinking about it, that doesn't sound all that off. <laughs> a goth club? We're just waiting for you know what? Yes. You know what we need? We need Blade the Okay, show up how and about kill the, how about the guy how about the guy who married Hatsune Miku? Didn't he divorce She's her? She's not even physical. She, didn't he divorce her? I'm not sure. All I all I know when I hear about something like this, all I can think of is Dr. Krieger and his holographic girlfriend. <laughs> oh yes. Kriegerson, my flowers are wilting. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was a great bit from Archer. It like, was. Like, she's this total we. I don't know. I, I like it. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was the smart dildo story. We didn't talk about smart dildos, but. Oh, here, here's what happened. I guess he didn't divorce her, but he is, I guess, a widower. But these relationships also live and die on the technology that enables them. Kondo's marriage to Miku has been on the rock since March 2020, when the company that made it possible to hold conversations with her AI stopped supporting the service. I was... I so, was, in other words, in other words, his holographic waifu is in a coma. It's, uh, it's a shame, you know, when you marry someone and then Sony decides that they're charging you every month to, to talk to her. It's a sad thing. 
Or God, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, that's that's not marriage. That's not marriage anymore. That's that's her being a whore. Well, it's better than the Adobe <laughs> Creative Cloud wife. You know, she's a she has a lot of upkeep, you know what I mean? Yeah, because she's sleeping with everybody. She is into artists, if you know what I mean. Hi okay. Yes. Uh let's see. Do we want to wrap this shit up? I think we're hitting our uh we're hitting our time limit here. I I will I'm actually I guess I can push I can push these thing I can push these history things to next week. That's no problem. All right, I'm gonna make a promise though. But so. uh how about this thing that which is that what, what here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to do the end of show boostograms. You can do one more story if you want to, but I want to do end of show boostograms and then I'm going to do one of the poop songs afterward. Just to, just to okay, play. Us I out. want, I want this, like this potato thing. Are you going to play the potato thing? The Christopher I, battles potato thing. <laughs> yes. All right. So we had Christopher battles had a, uh, tweet that he linked to us called meals and more and it was if one of these were prescribed to me one if these were prescribed to me and it's a potato that is a baked potato and then it has like <laughs> it's being it's an epic baked potato it it has <laughs> Butter, cheese, mixed all together into like mashed potatoes, corn, and some sort of salad, and some sort of other thing, and like, oh my god, all this stuff, I don't even recognize some of this stuff, but it looks tasty as hell. Ah, yeah. So thanks to Christopher Battles for that. Uh, for the potato, I wasn't even. <laughs> I like what I like what Bull Moose says. Inshallahs, <laughs> inshallahs. <laughs> we have we have a uh, almost a little fetish for potatoes. Thank you, Bull Moose. Oh my god, that is actually really funny. The um, the concern I had with that is it was just music, but you narrating it, I think, worked. <laughs> yeah. Although I probably should have turned the volume on the browser down for for it. it my narration probably was getting drowned out half the time. Inshallahs, boys. Uh, do you want to do end of show boostograms? Yeah, we we might as well do the end of show boostograms. We we got a we got a couple of them. We got four of them in fact. Aha. Uh -huh. So early on, early on we got 77.77 sats from Cotton Gin, mm. but he did not include a message, and he didn't boost the live item. In fact, he didn't even boost an episode. He just boosted the show in general. Interesting. Cotton Gin. Strange choices, boy. Yeah, from Podverse. Next, we've got 66 sats from Merck, foam finger number one, who is also using Podverse, but he did boost the live item, and he says, I've never done a PHP before, but I'd do one. Now, is this the uh, German Merck, or is this the American Merck? I need to know. M-E-R-C-K. We also had 800... 8,888 sats from Carolyn. Uh, no, 8,888. 8,888 sats from Carolyn, uh, who said, R-E, laser lawn mowing. How does the grass not catch on fire? Carolyn, that's how it works. It burns it down. 
The only reason the rest of the grass doesn't catch on fire is because there's moisture in it. Try it with a dry lawn like what you'll find in uh, California right now, and I'm sure you will set the entire county on fire. <laughs> You've got to have these lasers uh, under control because if they're out of control, they burn everything down. It's yeah, okay, though. Just make sure, yeah, and it's, so it's safe to put them on a shark head. It's not so safe to put them around <laughs> dry grass. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Carolyn. Last one we got here, 3333sats from Boobery. And he actually sent us a link to a zip file. And I don't know what's in it. I don't think that I'm going to open it. Unfortunately for Boobery, uh, my virus protection is stopping me from, uh, from opening this file. It is a bunch of MP3s. Oh, well, now that you're infected, uh, I will have to find a new co-host. Boobery is, uh... Uh-oh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm infected by the... Boost. <laughs> the boost! Yes, <laughs> bringing the facts. I'm just bringing the facts here. Yeah, so, Boobery, oh, uh... No. Boobery, uh, I hope you get better and you don't die. The rumor is you're yes. already dead, but we'll find out for sure soon. He, yes, he could be dead and just not realize it. It's happened. Well, thank you. I mean, look at Joe Biden. <laughs> Hey, we're back at politics again. How'd that happen? No, no, no. So at work today, one of my coworkers, who's like one of the few who's like on the same la same wavelength as as us, the lave wank, uh, was mention was mentioning like he heard like this new conspiracy theory that Joe Biden has actually been dead for four or five years, and who we think of as Joe Biden is actually his twin brother. Oh boy, that's a new one. Yeah, that is a new one. <laughs> I've heard. I haven't. Heard I, the I twin. was quite. I was quite amused. I was quite amused hearing that. Now I've heard about the body doubles. I know about all the body doubles. You know, there's Obama one and Obama two. That's why he had two, <laughs> two inauguration ceremonies. Uh, Obama right? one and Obama two. That's that's Barry and Michael. I've never heard of uh, of Biden having a twin though. That's very interesting. Neither have I. Well, could I, be could be like one of those like you know those like secret quick flash clones, right? The ones the emperor and made like after the fall of, of the empire. Shit. The ones the emperor made after the fall of the empire. Hey, he, he no he he made he made those ahead of time. Oh, that's right, and he kept them Read under the a mountain. Those those, those clones. <laughs> Yeah, and they and they were just like woken up whenever. Well, not not exactly woken up, but his soul moved into one of them whenever it was removed from the body he was currently inhabiting, and that's how he was, despite dying at, uh, despite dying at the uh, Battle of the Second Death Star, Battle he was able Endor. to return of Endor, a few times. Yeah, the Battle of Endor <laughs> was able to return a few times. To uh, to essentially haunt Luke and Leia and Han and their kids. Is that what Blue Harvest was about? Is that what the I'm meaning of sure. Blue Harvest is? <laughs> all right, um, all right. I got a song about poop. I'm only I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but this is from the toilet bowl. Everybody cleaners. poops. This is from the <laughs> the toilet bowl cleaners. I think the album is called Never Get a Flush Again, and the song is called I Poop with My Dog. Tell me when you've had enough. I think I that... Poop 
with my doggy in the backyard. We squat on all fours and we push real hard. Poop, 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 poop with my dog. Poop, 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 poop. I'm dancing to this. My little doggy is my best friend. We do everything together, even poop from our rear ends. Poop, 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 poop with my dog. You get the idea, folks. (laughs) (laughs) I do have one last thing to send us off with. Okay. And you know how how terrible, terrible and scary clowns can be? Well, I felt that we couldn't move on from Clown Summer without something else to freak everybody else out with. And I stumbled upon, just recently, a subreddit called Bad Taxidermy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, this sounds good. Uh, this, it also, it sounds good. It looks terrible. Bad taxidermy. <laughs> mean mugging. This is kind of like the, <laughs> that is an angry squirrel. That is an unhappy squirrel. Yep. Oh, man. This tiger. No, you know, you know what you need to see? Which one? You need to see, you need to. Hold on, where is it? Just tell me the title, I can find it. Okay, there's one on the first page, Meow. Meow? And there's one, yes, Meow. Okay, And there's another one, what brought me here, what brought me here in the first place. (laughs) That's not a Meow! That's a Snarl. This is, this is a a little, what is it? Not a tiger, a leopard? Cheetah. This is a cheetah with like a. It's like it has a tennis ball built into its nose. Why is its muzzle so not cat-like? It looks very strange. <laughs> I, now there is there is another thing. What led me here? <laughs> the teeth. Was, I'm what's sorry. Some... <laughs> the teeth are all crooked. <laughs> that cat needs braces. <laughs> where is it? Where's that other one that I saw recently? Um. So on the second page, I think it was on the second page, there is one that says, this thing looks like a skinwalker. And I saw I saw it inside like a tweet or something that was like, this was, this was my cat. I, got, I went to get stuff and this is what they returned me. Oh, no. <laughs> well, here's what I'm seeing. I see. I found this today, this beauty today. <laughs> and it's a it's a lion that looks like Nina from Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> it looks really bad. How about these guys from Copenhagen? Copenhagen. Have you seen them? Uh, did you like it? Yeah. There uh, is. I was in Copenhagen a couple of weeks ago. Found this good boy, and there's also found this guy in Copenhagen. Oh, I see it. Wow, that is not an animal. That is an art project. <laughs> you see it the, is. Do you see the K on the door? That's because when you walk through the door, you're go- you're going into the K hole. <laughs> yep. All right. Have we had enough fun? Is that it? Have I- we ever had enough fun? But no. if I laugh much more, I I might like lose an organ. I'm I'm exhausted already. I think it's time to get out of here. It's been fun. Sounds though. good. It's been fun though. So. Oh yeah. Until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. <laughs> I've been cold acid. <laughs> All right, stay fruity, boys. 
Adios. <laughs> I had a good woman. But she lay down, honey, and died. Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down and died. Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't sad?